Thank you for listening to the Renovate Life Church of God's broadcast. Here's today's message from our pastor, James Demmel. People don't go to hell because they've sinned. Because sin has been paid for. They don't go to heaven because they don't choose to respond by faith to the one who paid for their sin. The good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why are you here today? Because you want to declare the good news. See, it's not the fact that we've sinned. We're nothing but sinners. But I got my sin paid for by the Lamb, by the atoning agent, by the public authority. His name is Jesus. He's wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father. Oh, he's the Prince of Peace. I want him to change me. I want to go out in this world and I want people to see the fragrance and aroma of something different in their life. Brian, I said, oh, we need the Lamb. We need him. So it's your job to tell of this hope. He paid my debt. You, 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 are, are you getting it today? He paid. If you knew me. Are you hearing me today? If you knew me. You, could, you can't understand how... I needed someone to pay for my debt. I needed someone to take care of my problems. I needed someone that I could rely on that wasn't going to leave me. And everywhere I turned, nothing was good enough. However, all the Bible says in Revelation, there they looked and there stood a lamb as it had been slain. Why was it slain? For your sin and your sin and your sin and your sin. We don't have to be sinners anymore because He's the wonderful Lamb of God. Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. It's a biblical reality, really. God will allow a substitution for your sin as long as it's a perfect replacement. He allowed it through the temporary blood of the Lamb in the Old Testament. But when Jesus came, the temporal became the permanent. Because he became the sacrificial Lamb. This is why we're talking about the Lamb of God today. This verse gives us a great understanding. In summary of the Lamb of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us. Oh. Who knew no sin. That we might be the righteousness of God in him. He knew no sin. He was holy. He was perfect. But he stepped into the brokenness of our lives. He stepped into our fornication. He stepped into our drug addiction. He stepped into our alcoholism. He stepped into our pornography. He stepped into our, uh, us having all against our wife and us having all against our husband. He stepped into our insurance issues. He stepped into our financial issues. And then the Bible says to, that we would be righteous so that we would be made righteous. 
That word is the word dikasune. It means to be thoroughly connected. So he stepped into every issue you can have. He stepped into your cancer. Why? So that you could be thoroughly connected. So what you're saying, pastors, I've got this issue that's as big as a mountain. It's tremendous. I can't get over it. I'm, I'm having these major issues. I, I feel like I'm having problems that I just can't get over. I can't get around them. I can't get under them. I don't know what to do. He paid it all. And then he said, I want you to be thoroughly connected to me. If you study the word thoroughly connected, it means to be attached, like attaching something to metal. So what it makes me see, have you ever seen a welder? They take these little sticks and they stick it down and they begin to weld what they call a bead on something. Now when you get done, those two pieces may have been separate, but now they are together. And so he came to thoroughly connect you together with him. Guess what the bead is? <laughs> the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Behold! Now, there was a transfer made, the Bible says. God took the perfect atoning agent, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And I've heard people say, when they preach, that there was a credit transfer. Well, let me tell you how I hear it. That Jesus Christ transferred his credit to your credit. I mean, that's an okay response. But it's never set right with me. But then one day... I don't know. My goodness, I've been preaching almost 15 years now. Do you believe that? 15 years. I'm getting old. One day, God came down and spoke to me and said, you're going you're to be a minister. And I thought, I don't want that job. Uh, can, can I sing? Just give me some vocals. Buddy, you don't want to hear me sing. I like Catterwall. And I got to be able to teach this. And so I could listen to what all the good pastors say. Brother, it's a credit transfer. It's like going down to, to, go, go, going down to the American Express and them just putting their card in and you're paid for. Hallelujah to his name. But that, well, let me tell you why it's not a good, a good response. Because credit is exactly that. Credit, guess what? You've got to pay it back. So if he made a credit transfer at some point, I'm still going to have to pay. And that's good theology for some people. It's just, it, it doesn't work for me. And so I begin to work and, and, and to find and seek. And this is what I want you to understand. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, paid it in full. Because if it's a credit transfer, you got to pay it back. But what he said is, I died on the cross. I will pay for you. Throw your American Express out the window. Credit's a hoax, by the way. The lamb came to pay your debt. Listen, oh, bad credit, no credit, good credit. <laughs> yeah, you heard the commercials. What's he say? It doesn't matter. You got final approval. How? Oh, he's my approval. Baby, you better get me off this platform today because I don't care what kind of credit you thought you had. He paid it all. Instant access to the heaven. 
Man, I wish I'd have wrote that in my notes. Uh, <laughs> the bad is covered by the blood. The good is covered by the blood. But this atoning agent, the Lamb of God, this public authority, just saying the name of Jesus gets me excited. Aren't you glad you have that agent? The Bible says Jesus is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Romans 3.23 says this. For all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. Now, can we talk about this? Because this word all gets us hung up. All. That's all of us. That's your neighbor. So, well, pastor, I don't sin like my neighbor. It doesn't matter. Because all have sinned. Right? See, it doesn't matter if you sin more than your neighbor or less than your neighbor. It doesn't. Because Jesus Christ paid it all. Now, if you begin to get into that mindset of, well, he sins more than I do. What you, what you forgot is no matter how good you are, you can never match up to the perfection of Jesus Christ. And then it messes up your theology. Because Satan wars in the mind. The Bible says he solely wars in the mind. Okay. I, I, I want you to know today that I've normally got about 35 pages of notes. I've got five. So I thought this was going to be a quick, hey, we love you. Jesus Christ is good. He's the Lamb of God. But God has just opened my understanding. And I pray to God that somehow they've recorded it. God doesn't compare us to anybody. He stacks us up against the standard of the Lamb. Let's say that we were swimming to the, across the coast. It doesn't matter who swim further, because we're both going to die. Why? Because the distance is too long to cross. See, the distance for your sin was too long to cross. Right? Well, pastor, I, you know, I don't know, I need all this church stuff. Brother, I, pastor, I follow the Ten Commandments. Well, you messed one up, because that's a lie. But we're not, we're, we're not going to talk about that day because we're talking about the lamb, right? This lamb that had been slain, this lamb that had been broken. Listen to what the Bible says about Jesus Christ because it not only talks about how the, that you sin and you have issues, it talks about when he was on the cross that the weight of the world crushed him and even changed the way that he looked. That's how nasty sin is. It says this. If I can find it. Isaiah 52, 14. As many were astonished, it means to be astonished at the His visage, it's the very fiber of who He was, was so marred more than any man, and His form more than the sons of men. He was marred. The weight of your sin and every mother's child was on Him. And the Bible says he went to the cross anyway. 
because he was the lamb of God. The weight of sin can change your very appearance. But the lamb of God took your place. You know, in the church, in the world, we find a lot of nastiness. We find a lot of brokenness. We find a lot of pain. There's a lot of issues in life that we wish that we could just get through. You know, and, and not have to, well, I, I just, I wish I wasn't involved in that. But somehow we get stuck in those problems, those issues, those nasty things. But I want you to understand this. That, listen, when, when Christians get saved, man, they are on fire for God. But over time, it's the tendency of man to fall backwards. But I want you, if you're in that position today, I want you to understand one thing. The blood will never lose its power. I don't care if you're a Christian at the foot of the cross or you're nine miles away. The blood will never lose its power. Amen? Sin is nasty. Sin will take you. It will break you. It will mess you up. It's dirty. But the blood will never lose its power. We have gaping wounds in the church. I'm not talking about sinners right now. I'm talking about church people. We have nasty, draining, pussy wounds that we choose to allow to wreck our Christian world. Pastor, why did you say it like that? It's so disgusting. I want you to be able to paint a picture in your mind. But I want you to understand that Jesus, the Lamb of God, He took the nastiness. He took the pain. He took the beating for you so that those wounds could heal, church member. Don't sit on the church pew in the middle of your gaping issue Well, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Why don't you step out of your problem? Now, maybe, Pastor, I can't step up to the altar. I don't care if you do or not. But when you're in your prayer closet at home, don't let that issue continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. You begin to cry out to the Lord. You begin to pray. You begin to fast. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Because if the church is going to grow, if you, listen, let's, not, let's take the church out of it, gone. If you are going to grow by yourself in the presence and perfection of the Lamb of God, then you have got to speak to God for the issue. Because he's the Lamb that took away the sin of the world. Well, I'm mad at sister so-and-so. Go to the altar. Well, I'm calling the the gab line. Instead of calling every lady or man in the church about the issue, go to the altar. Why? Because the blood will never lose its power. Now, I don't have to scream and jump for that. Because the blood is the blood. And we've got to start relying on the blood. Hmm.
The weight of sin can change your appearance. But the Lamb of God took your place. In March 2018, a French police negotiator tried to talk down an ISIS supporter who squared off with police. The negotiator named Lieutenant Arnold Beltram, 45 years old, was able to get the terrorist to exchange a female hostage for him during the altercation, saving her life. This hero became the substitute or the substituting agent of atonement for this lady. When he negotiated this female hostage's release, what he said was, you take me for her, I will take her place. The officer and the lady were exchanged. Lieutenant Beltram was shot in the neck. He was taken to the hospital and later died of his injuries. Now listen. There is no way in the world that the hostage who was set free by this voluntary hero, this substitute who saved her life, would not be more than grateful for the rest of her life. She had a reason to change. She had a reason to live better than what she ever had because she, listen, you may not understand what Jesus did for you. But this lady understood completely because she saw it firsthand. And so there would be no reason to live your life ungratefully then. You would want to live your life better because of the sacrifice, because of what was paid for you. And so I'm sure that she began to change her life and, and her, live her life better. But I, this is what I need you to understand. Jesus' death on the cross, he became a substitute for you. He was the hero, the voluntary hero. The Bible says they looked all through heaven and could not find any, but all of a sudden the lamb stood up and said, I'll go. I'll go. Why would you continue to reject the relationship of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, when you can have Him right now? It's the blood that gives you power over victory. Why would we not make the transfer? You guys can come to the piano. What I find is that many Christians fail to make the transfer. We sit in church every Sunday. We, we, we have great events. We do a lot of amazing things. But we fail to make the transfer. Pastor, I really don't know what you're saying. I understand that the Lamb of God, is, is he, he, he's our atoning agent and he already paid it all. But why do you keep saying he made the transfer? Because a lot of Christians saved people. Refuse to allow Jesus Christ to take care of their issue. The problem that ails you. Listen, people are sitting in this church today broken because of something that has happened in their life. Let me tell you one of the, my favorite, my, probably my most favorite story in the Bible. 
The Bible says that King Asa was coming up against the Ethiopian army. The Bible tells us that, that King Asa was worried even though that he knew that his Israeli army was fit for battle because he was outnumbered two to one plus 300 chariots. And so he called all the men together and he began to pray. His prayer was specific. You know what he said? He said, God, I can't do this. He said, we're outnumbered two to one plus 300 chariots. He said, there's nothing I can do to make the change. So God, I'm giving it to you. Then he said this. He said, Lord, we're your people. He said, so if, I, if we are your people, then I want you to understand that we're giving it to you. And you are the one that's going to look bad if they wipe us out. That's exactly what he said. Read it. He said, so Lord, whatever your will be, because I know that you're the God of the heaven, I give it to you. And if we're wiped off the face of the map, that must have been what you wanted. He made the transfer. He said, Lord, we're going to die, but we're going to fight. We're going to die, but we're going to fight. You may die this fleshly life. But you fight with everything that you are. You make the transfer and you give it to Jesus Christ. You let him have your issue. You let him have your problem. You let him have your trauma. You let him have your issue. Oh, let him have it. Make the transfer. Let me tell you what happens when the transfer is made. The Bible says this at the end of the chapter, that the Ethiopian army was found in array. That means they were all scattered around. And the ones of them that were left, the Israeli army chased to the river and they killed them all. Kill your problem. Change, make the transfer. Make the change. God, I'm here today. And I want you to be the Lamb of God that takes away my sin. Your sin has already been taken care of. But your relationship is what gets you to heaven. God, I need you to change the way that I see things. God, I need you to change the way that I do things. God, I need you to change grandma's theology. Get it out of me. I need you to change grandpa's theology. Get it out of me. I want to know the word of God. What does your word say? What does your word say? The word of God says make the transfer. Give it to Jesus Christ. Now if I would have been a smart pastor, I would have tied credit to transfer. But I'm not that cool. Everybody stand with me today. In the church, we've got issues of plenty. We've got problems Listen, let me stand tall for you. Do you know how many times I hear from our church people, I'm just tired? You know how many times I hear that? Now, this is what we could do. See, this is not, I want you to know this is not a physical thing. But this is what we could do. Well, I don't know how Sister Son says tired. I work a job 50 hours a week and I pastor a church and I go to the hospital at least three times a week and I don't know what's wrong with them. That's ridiculous. Because I don't know what's going on in their life. Maybe they work three jobs to support their family. 
I don't know what's going on in their life. And neither do you. So instead of being judgmental, why don't we say, listen, this is not a physical thing. You're not tired in the physical. You're tired in the spiritual. And because that we're tired in the spiritual, it, it affects everything that we do in the physical. But there was a lamb that was slain to take care of your issue. He wants to take care of the physical by taking care of the spiritual. Amen? So this is what I want to ask you today. Because we're talking about the salvation properties of the Lamb of God and why He came. If there's anybody in here that does not know Him, now's the time. If you've fought with your religion, don't be religious any longer. Come to the Lord and know Jesus Christ. Because your sin has been covered. So as I pray today, not only is this for the sinner, this is for the saint. Because see, the saint is the one I talked about that has the gaping wound. Let it be a scar today. Let it be healed by the man. Thank you for joining us today. If this message has uplifted you, we would love to hear your story. Go to www.renovatelifecog.com and click contact. Your testimonies are a blessing to us throughout the week. Renovate Life is a place of healing for the lost, the broken, the weak, weary, and stray.